0: Um, he seemed very buoyant in his press conference. Um, yesterday morning was a beautiful picture of a swan and all the new signets there and they were all uh, gathered around in a beautiful setting on the front of the Irish Times but today in the tabloids they are highlighting the fact that uh, it seems to me very bravely but uh, not very nice uh, of a particular adult going over and grabbing a, a swan by the neck. Mm. Why? I I wonder. I mean, I think swans are dangerous anyway, um, if if you've come close to them. But also, it's not fair to um, exploit an animal like that. So, what's your view?
1: Well, basically, um, you're not allowed to... Assault wildlife it's a crime under the Wildlife Act of 1976, so people shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. you shouldn't just be grabbing animals for no, grabbing wild animals for no reason and, and doing anything to them. so certainly grabbing a swan by the neck is a definite crime now, um, thing is, I, I, I know myself sometimes that um, most of the public are quite aware of the the risk of people dam- harming wildlife, I'll sometimes be called down to the Bray Swan Sanctuary which is basically the harbour in Bray where there are a good number of swans and often um, unfortunately they're injured or they become sick and I have to go down to, to help them and the one of the things that I actually find quite refreshing is that as I stalk up to one of the swans that's sick and, and, and grab it so I can examine it, I get members of the public coming up and saying, hey, what are you doing to that swan? And that's fair enough. They're just looking after the swans. And I then have to explain, look, I'm the vet and we're just checking him out and we're going to release him afterwards. Um, but um, apart from, for the sake of the animal, it really is very dangerous to, to, to grab swans because they, they you know... Um, They have very strong wings, they're large birds, and they've been known to break people's arms and legs by, you know, attacking them in response. So the advice to everybody is stay well away from swans for their good and for your own good as well all right okay I don't know where the pictures
0: came from on this uh, and mm. if the person is traceable but anyway that's the advice on that one mm. um, you were going to mention um, these little annoying things that we see on the continent and though we have a few of them here in Ireland but with greater uh, increasing uh, consequence of what the harm they can do
1: and that is ticks yes yeah um, With global warming, ticks are becoming an increasing problem. They... uh, Everyone knows what they are, I suppose. They're like little spiders um, that hide in the grass. And as people... And animals pass by, they, they kind of swing from the grass onto the lower limbs and then they crawl up your body and they attach themselves and what they do then is they dig in with their mouth parts, they, they seek out a little blood vessel and they stick their mouth parts into the blood vessel and they suck and so they swell up with blood. So a tick will land on a person or an animal, it'll stay attached for anything up to a, a, a seven to ten days and then they'll fall off when they're full of blood and then they'll lay eggs, the eggs hatch out and to young ticks, and they crawl up to the top of the grass, and they, the whole thing starts all over again, so there's two issues with ticks, first of all they're a physical annoyance, so some dogs and cats that get ticks on them, they start to scratch a lot at the tick, because it's it's an uncomfortable thing to have Um, but the second and Probably more significant thing is that they can carry disease, Lyme disease. I think. Well, in this country, Lyme disease is a big one. We don't often diagnose it in dogs, but it's an increasing problem in humans.
0: Yeah, you told me about Lyme disease before, but in relation to uh, rats, I think, and uh, now, that storage of cans of coke or something no, in that, a, a yeah. somewhere, and a rat has peed on it or something. That's
1: wild disease. Oh, wild, wild disease, Wiles disease. That's gotcha. Yeah, that's different. This is Lyme disease. This is Lyme disease. L. I'me named after the place um, in England, Lyme. Anyway, um, Lyme disease um, is a a little bacterial infection, and basically, the the bacteria is passed on um, from animal to animal by um, blood transfer, which happens. From a tick biting one animal and then biting another animal or biting a human, and they pass on this little bug and what the bug does is it goes around the body and it affects all sorts of different um, parts of your, of your, of your system, in particular, it can cause arthritis, it can also cause lethargy and general unwellness oh dear. and it 's actually quite an easy disease to treat, but the problem is that it's, it it 's not always on the radar from the point of view of the doctor suspecting that you've got it, or the vet suspecting that a dog's got it. And if it's, if it's not diagnosed, then obviously it's not treated. And um, the problem is that there are some diseases that can affect humans, like some types of arthritis, um, where treatment is using anti-inflammatory medication like steroids. And if you give somebody who's got undiagnosed Lyme disease anti-inflammatory drugs and steroids you can actually make them much much worse so the real problem happens when people have Lyme disease and the doctors haven't diagnosed it yet and they're giving them other medication rather than the right medication and what's the test for it? As a blood test, simple blood test. But you have to think about it to do the blood test. And people don't always know that they've had a tick on them, perhaps.
0: But it's not and in the general blood test. People go for a blood test, they probably get their liver, their kidneys, and all that. Mm. So they don't get Lyme disease, No,
1: it's a special test that has to be specifically requested. Um, and I think it's important that people who know that they've had a tick on them mention that to the doctor, so that it moves on to the doctor's radar, if you know what I mean. But in any case, that's not really my arena, of course, I'm a, I'm a vet. So we do see it in dogs sometimes with with with, with, with a, sort of sh- a strange shifting type of lameness and just a vague unwellness. Um, but as well as that, um, we just have a basic policy that it's not good to have ticks on dogs for a number, and cats. Um, partly because, because it causes the direct irritation, partly because it can carry diseases, but also partly because ticks on an animal increase the risk of humans getting Lyme disease if you have um, ticks and tick eggs being scattered around your home you're more likely to be exposed to them so for that reason it makes sense first of all to remove individual ticks properly and secondly, to consider measures to prevent ticks completely, and it's particularly important at this time of year because it's in May that we start to see, uh, you know, more people are out and about in the fields, and as well as that, the, ticks, the spring rises on, that means there are more and more ticks out and about as well. So there's the two things, removing ticks and preventing ticks. So, good. so, removing ticks. How remo- do you remove a tick? Well, you what, just knock them mm? off, no? No, what you do... <laughs> you don't use a lighted cigarette. You don't smear them with Vaseline. Uh, and and if you're going to pull them off, you be very, very careful, okay? Now, what that means is you have to be aware the tick could be carrying an infection that could go into you as a human. So you should wear latex gloves or plastic gloves of some kind before you do anything. Now, you can just pull the tick, but you have to be very cautious when doing that because you have to pull very slowly and steadily out the way, at right angles to the skin. If you move sideways at all, you can end up very easily leaving the head of the tick in the animal, and that then causes a painful abscess, which isn't good because that then needs extra treatment and so on. So you can remove them directly yourself, but I'd be cautious about it. What I prefer to do is to use a special device called the OTOM tick remover. It's a little small plastic kind of hook thing that's been micro-engineered so that it's exactly the right size. And what you do is you use this device to slide over the head of the tick and you then twist the handle of the device between your thumb and forefinger. And by doing that, what happens is the the attachment to the tick is gradually loosened and the tick then literally just, just falls out. And you can then dispose of the tick properly. And it's important to do that. That means putting it in a plastic bag squashing it and putting it into the bin or it means throwing it into the fire if you just put it in the regular bin without doing anything to it it will lay its eggs and little baby ticks will then crawl out of the bin and you'll have a tick infestation in your own backyard and you don't want that and the other prevention is? (coughs) there are lots of ways but the best way these days, I think, is an oral tablet. It can make it once, once, once every, or once every three months, depending on which formulation you use. And what the tablet does is, it any ticks that bite the animal immediately die. So it's a very, very effective way. If, if, it's not necessary for every dog out there. It's necessary if you have a dog which regularly goes through the fields and comes back with, you know, with mm. two or three or four ticks on them. It, you can solve that problem by, um, by using one of these products. Okay. They're prescription-only products. You have to go to your vet to get them. But if you have a tick problem with your, your, your dogs, then definitely it's the answer.
0: Great. Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Brave Vet in Old Connor, and Pete's website is PeteTheVet.com. And just a quickie here from Stan, who's a historian. Swans can break human bones with their wings. They are wild animals. I came across an account of a swan killing a child in England in the 1920s. Okay, thanks for that, Stan, and thanks, Pete. Thank good, you. To, good to Thank see you again. Thank you.